0: Hey, security peeps, we are live with another edition of Breaking into Cybersecurity, uh, the Dr. Dan Monday edition, and I am so excited to be back here with Dr. Dan. I'm Renee Small, Hello. cybersecurity super recruiter, helping amazing uh, cybersecurity folks get into opportunities and leaders to hire great talent, and I'm here with Dr. Dan. Say hi to everyone. Dan. Hi. hi, everyone.
1: Glad to be back. Hope everybody had a safe holiday weekend.
0: Hope you kids come back to school. <laughs> ah boy, back to school. Anyway, let's get on to more pleasant topics. Okay. <laughs> so, Dan, you and I were chatting a little bit earlier, talking about leaders as a whole and people, um, and some of the folks that you work with, like your um, your C suite executives, your professional athletes, and trying to figure out what a person can do when they're having challenges and they feel like they're all alone at the top. Um, They can't talk to their competition. You know, if you're a a top athlete, it's not like you want to reach out to the the number two person (laughs) and say, say, hey, how's this working for you? Um, So what do people do? What do you do when you're struggling? Well,
1: What really becomes important, I think, and what I've seen with my clients is that they step back and they take a thousand foot view of the situation they're in. Uh, What's going on? What's going on around me? Uh, What happens? What do I need to have happen right now that's not happening? Uh, How do I move forward? Do I have the support I need to be persuasive and influential when I need to be? Do I know how to profile the people I'm going to be speaking to so I know what to say to them that's important to them? And so it's almost like an anti winging it uh, environment. Uh, th- people who are successful at this, uh, I find, plan uh, before they go into a situation. Uh, what are they going to say? What's the personality of the people they're dealing with? And when you're alone at the top, there are very few people you have to, um, to ask, uh, I had a very interesting situation. I had a guy call me up and some of, you know, I work with people who want to really improve their sports performance, but golf in particular, guy called me up and he said, uh, I, I want to see if he's I- am a three handicap. I want to play scratch. Can you help me? I said, sure. So I sent him all the golf information. He sent me a check and I, he said, can you meet me at my office? Which I did. I had no idea who the guy was when I got there, but when I got there, I knew who he was. Uh, He was in a huge media company. And as we're walking through his office, he's going, oh, my golf swing, my golf swing, my golf swing. We got into his office. He said, this isn't about golf. He said, I'm in the middle of one of the biggest mergers and acquisitions going on in the country today. And I've got four months to persuade three guys that I'm the guy to run this company. Mm. And so they all knew what he did. He was very good at what he did. He had a great reputation. But this involved persuading these three people that he was the person. So we looked at the background of the people, what they needed to have happen, and we put together a profile of them so that he could put together psychologically designed conversations to deal with those people uh, at the right time. And then he said to me, he said, He said, I want to take a break. He said, I'm going on Christmas vacation to Italy. And I said, "Uh, we can't take a break. He said, why not? I said, because they're going to come to you before you leave for Italy. No, they'll never come. Well, they did. They knocked on his door two days before he left. And so he got the position. We went out to dinner and he said to me, uh, he said, look, uh, he said, this is fantastic. I said, do you know anybody else in the same situation that you're in? Because I run my business based on referrals. He says, sure, I know plenty of people. I said, well, can you refer me? He says, no. He says, I can't tell anybody about you. Because, and that's one of the situations that happens with people who are alone at the top. They have no one to, t- to talk to. They have no one to bounce anything off of. They need a confidential environment to do it. You know, Renee and I have created those situations for years with people that we work together with. And we, we're still doing it. So the point is, is that is there a place that you can go? and get a completely unbiased, unemotional response to what's going on and to deal with the people around you. Because so often it's uh, it's the personalities of people you have to deal with on a regular basis. And Renee and I could spend the three days with stories on here about people we've had to deal with over the years.
0: Tell me about it, Dan.
1: All, all, all to help them get what they wanted to have happen.
0: Right. So Dan, walk people through your process. So you know, when you talk about this executive um, that you were helping. Typically, how long does something like like this take when you're when you're it, working with someone?
1: It, it can be very very fast uh, because it has to be. I'm going in to present something to the board in three days. What do I need to do there? I mean, I have uh, I had a, a uh, CPA called me and tell me, he said, I have a client who's a surgeon uh, who's in a, a horrific divorce trial, has to get custody of his kids. And uh, he said, he's incredible in the operating room, but he sucks in court. And so the guy called me up and he told me the whole situation it was horrific. And uh, I said, when are you testifying again? He said, tomorrow morning. So I said, okay. I said, what if we use some hypnosis over the phone to help you to do better. Well, so, will that work? I said, I'm sure it will, but you have to give it a shot. He did. He called me back after he finished with that day at the trial and he said to me, you know, my lawyer said, Where have you been for the last three months? <laughs> so so again, yeah, but it it's are there things you can do very quickly? Uh and, you know, we had talked about sports. I mean, you know, Chad Pennington was my my client since 2005 and he until I he retired but I you know I worked with people before every game and so it's can you prepare a preparation to compete Renee we've dealt with this for years preparation to compete is is the top of the list had you are in a competition you do want to win even though winning is like has a negative connotation today everybody's getting a trophy to show up but none of the people that we're talking to here are getting a trophy for showing up. Showing up is, is what you produce when you get there. And, and then the, the other thing that happens so often is when you're on the top is how do you separate yourself from your competition?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you let somebody know I've spoken to a lot of other people that I've interviewed, but this guy, or this young woman is different. And how are they different? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that say they, they recruit for cybersecurity, but they're not like you. So, you know, it's, it's what's the difference?
0: No, they are not.
1: They are not. <laughs> and, 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 people, and, you know, so, and so, I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody going to the yellow pages or the one uh, ads looking for somebody as a cybersecurity expert. <laughs> but the mentality around that. You know, and so how do we how do we uh, get people to think differently? And and is there a way we can give them an opportunity to take a very quick shot, talk to both of us, and say, you know, how can you help me, or can you help me? You know, if ten minutes, that's all you need to know.
0: So, with some of the the cybersecurity and the and the CTOs and the CIOs and the the people in the technology space, when they come to you. I know one of the things that you say often is, you know, it's not about the technology. So when they come to you, what did what, what are they usually coming to? What kind of challenges are they coming? To- uh,
1: that, that's a great question. That we ran into that with Hewlett Packard. I dealt with Hewlett Packard engineers for ten years, uh, who were right below Carly Fiorina, and and. Uh, they were moved from the technology space into managing other people, and sometimes had a marketing uh, potential or mandate that they had to bring business in. And so, how do they do? it? It's different with everybody. But- so these
0: are tech, these are technology people who are now turning into like sales leaders or sales engineers, or part of their role is to bring in business.
1: Yes. Okay. And, and it's become, and it's become, uh, and you know, the, the question is, 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 it's not always stated that that's what you have to do. But in some ways, to move up within a company, uh, you you have to bring more business in. And how do you do that?
0: Well, that definitely is the case, especially in the. Um like the big four accounting consulting companies, you know, diff- different, usually in consulting organizations, definitely as you grow and you rise into the ranks, it's definitely a component of um, being successful in your role.
1: You're right. And, and you don't rise if you don't, you know, yeah. there are people who are stuck uh, who, you know, I, I was called into a law firm to help some of the partners to move up within the firm. And, you know, what was the issue? The issue ultimately came down to this is a litigation firm. And the, the uh, owner of the firm said to me, the problem is my people can't talk to people. I said, they're litigators. Yes, but when you go into a networking environment or when you get one on one of these multi-phase Zoom calls, you only have six seconds to make yourself different. And so when you're alone at the top, you have to look at yourself as if you're running your own company like you're the ceo of your own company and that's what they have to do so how do you do that and how how quickly do you have to do it and can you you know can you come up with a way and i, I have a way and you and i have a way to to help somebody to separate themselves from the competition very quickly so what do you need to have happen and no no two situations are alike I mean, we've dealt with that for years where the situations surrounding the people we're talking to was, uh, w- w- was different every time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's taking what somebody else does and bring it over into the environment to, uh, uh, to help them use it, utilize it for themselves. And most times as you and I have discovered, it defies conventional wisdom. You know, nobody would ever say that. Nobody would ever think to do that. And how do, you, how do you think differently? Right. So it's helping somebody. One of the things we do is we ask somebody about the environment they're in. First of all, where they want to be. Every one of my clients today is in 2025. Where do you see yourself in 2025? What do you want to be doing in 2025? What does that look like? And we look backwards from there to now for anything that could possibly disrupt that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the difference between, you know, taking a car out on the road with your kids in the car and you're driving along. And there's no traffic lights. And traffic lights are out. You know, no warning lights, no blinking lights. No, just go. And that's the way a lot of people operate in this rather than identify where there are washouts or roadblocks or radar traps or whatever that's that are in the way. Right. So that's basically what we're looking at is what do we what do we do to help people uh when they're in that kind of a situation. Right. Uh, so go ahead.
0: So when they, so when these folks who are in these situations and they don't have a I mean, a couple of things that you pointed out. One is around twenty twenty five, looking backwards, and I know that that's you're probably one of the only people who have spoken with over the years who consistently talk about that um being, you know, in twenty twenty five, looking backwards. That's where all your clients are. And you also talk about a thirty thousand foot view. I think it was thirty thousand feet. Um, so, making sure that the roadblocks and all the things you're pretty much operating like you would be if you're already there five exactly. years
1: ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Because what happens is is that you see one of the big issues I work with with professional athletes and student athletes. Is their subconscious mind. Uh, And that kind of defies technology and all. But at the end of the day, uh, anybody who's ever thrown a great pass in football or whatever uh, has realized that there is really a, a, uh, they're being guided and directed in the way that they need to to make that happen. So, how do you empower people with that? Well, uh, hypnosis helps that very quickly, very, very quickly. Because the biggest issue is focus and concentration. For anybody who hasn't been on this call before, one of the biggest issues that get in people's way is distraction. How do you get distracted? So, I mean, if you sit up straight in your chair and you start to move your right foot clockwise, round and round, round and round, round and round, round and round, and then with your right hand, draw a big number six in the air, See what happens. Your foot goes backwards. So it tells you how, how careful you have to be not mm-hmm. that distraction to get in your way. And, you know, it's an interesting thing. You know, we've talked about this for a long time, Renee. People in cybersecurity look like they're here, but they're not here. They're already out there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're already out there. And so, you know, it, it's helping somebody, you know, somebody who's managing a team of people has to help other people on their team know how good they are at what they do and give mm-hmm. them the opportunity to get out there and be creative and think about stuff because, you know, you have, you have either aggressive, uh, aggressive, uh, actions to make sure that, that what you want to have happen happens, but you have to plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, uh, since what I do is, has nothing to do with cybersecurity, it has to do with the mind game of competition. Mm-hmm. So you are in fact competing against somebody who never stops coming at you. Never. It's it's like it's like a football game with no no timeouts, no it doesn't stop, it just keeps coming. You know, I've described this as I've talked to people who are clients of mine in, in cybersecurity. It, it's like sitting under Niagara Falls. Water never stops. Yeah. So in, in the midst of doing what you're tasked to do, you also have to think about yourself and your own career, your own future. And you have to find an environment where you can talk about it with people who have no emotion involved in it. Yeah. you know,
0: I think that point that you make about the no emotion or someone who is just completely removed from the situation is very important because people give all types of advice but if they are emotionally connected or they know the situation or you know you talk about uncle louie you know you're asking the wrong person <laughs> talk to them about uncle louie you're asking the wrong yeah I have,
1: a, I have a client yeah. financial advisor and i said to him what are some of the mistakes that your clients make before they become your client and what does it cost them in money emotion or reputation That's a very interesting way to look at these. I have a a process to help people to identify the mistakes that they prevent people from making and how to separate themselves from their competition by selling those mistakes. So I I said to this financial advisor, I said, what's your biggest mistake that people make? He says, Uncle Louie. I said, who's Uncle Louie? He said, well, he said... "Uh, If you get a broken ankle, you go to an orthopedist. You get a toothache, you go to a dentist. But if you get money, you call your Uncle Louie, who knows somebody, who knew somebody, who invested, once, it. And it's it's amazing that when people look for advice or support, they always seem to go to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Somebody who will listen to them and go, oh, I'm so sorry for you, but doesn't give them any, any reaction or any strategies to move forward. Um, I, I mean the amount of work. Coming back to the guy with the uh, media company. Coming back to that, well, we went. We had to go through three people. We looked on LinkedIn. We looked in background. We read articles about the guy. What? Just the way these people interacted with each other was incredible. Right. But if you don't know that, you're going in blind.
0: The due diligence.
1: Right. So it's taking. It's taking. The same skills you use to prevent penetration of your company and apply it to your own company, which is you incorporated. You know, everybody on this call is a CEO of their own company. Right. And, and and the people who work for them are the CEOs of their own company. And so how do you take that and make that uh, a valuable asset to them? It's important.
0: Yep.
1: And how much time do you have? You don't have a lot of time. This is, you know, people, one of the biggest mistakes people make. Oh, well, we'll just leave it the way it is and see what happens. Okay. That, you <laughs> that know, never
0: works. That
1: never worked. Or somebody who says, we got a phone call back months ago on, on off this call, and somebody said to me, you sound like you're very competitive. I don't like competition.'" I said, and you're a cybersecurity professional and you don't like competition? I said, I could never hire you because you're competing against the people who are trying to penetrate you all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's winning and losing. You know, we, we deal with a generation of people who got trophies for showing up. You never got a trophy for showing up. Neither did I. And so the fact is, somebody who's waiting for that trophy for showing up uh, is is got a problem.
0: Yeah. What about the folks in transition? You know, there's, see, you know, there's cybersecurity leaders who are moving around themselves. There are the leaders above them who are looking to hire in these leaders, so typically a CIO, CTO, CEO looking to hire an SESO, um, all of it. What, what would you, when you've been working with those folks, I, what have been some of the challenges?
1: I, well, I, I think that frequently people who are at the very top of their game cannot tell you what they do well. They're really good at what they do. So the
0: unconscious describe competence. Describe
1: what the unconscious competence to is to be able to describe to somebody what you do and to help people understand it. And then are you talking to somebody in a recruiting situation? I mean, when they're talking to you, you're you're right there. But, but if they're talking to somebody else on a lower level within a company who doesn't know a whole lot about this, uh, you know, I, I'll come back to the law firm I work with. They said they were expanding the law firm. And they said, we're interviewing lawyers for what? I said, what are you interviewing them for? She said, for their experience. I said, okay, but she said, what do you think about that? I said, I think you should be interviewing them for their dream. What's your dream? My dream is to be here 2025. What does that look like? Here's what I want to be and what's in the way. So it's moving forward with people on on those kinds of situations. But um, it, it, you know, I, I have a, I've mentioned this before. I have a client who held the springboard diving championship in New York City for four years of college. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, what's the difference between springboard diving and business? He says, it's exactly the same. He said, my dives are always the same, but the water is always different. He, I said, I would think the water is always the same. He says, no, there's, all, there's never two situations alike. So that's why. What I suggest to people is to give us a call and say, here's what's going on. What direction do you think I ought to take? is it what, I, what I do for those people, I'm not a therapist, I'm a strategist. And so I use psychological conversations and dynamics to help people persuade and influence other people. And so who do you need to persuade and influence? Uh, and do you get more than one shot? Most of the people I work with realize they only have one shot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The next conversation is the conversation. The next interview is the interview. What am I going to say to the interviewer? It's got to be different. And so that's really where we are with this. So it's competitive edge strategies for people who know that they just can't go in with, this is what I do. I'm, you know, it's, it, it's way, way, way beyond that.
0: Right. So, Dan, if you had to give um, the audience or you wanted them to take away one thing from this conversation, what would it be?
1: Great question. Um, don't do anything until you talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I work with a, a client of mine is a... Is a uh, patent attorney. And I said to him, you should have a t-shirt that says, don't talk to anybody. If you have an idea or a thought or something, don't, yeah, I have to be careful who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody who can help you get where you want to get to or not. Right. You know, in, in, the, in the world that I work in, oops, is not something that I want to have somebody say. Oops, I spoke to the wrong person. I said the wrong thing. I talked to the wrong person. I said the wrong thing. Right. Uh, and so and it be and it becomes important. Because this, you know, it's to, to it's take go, go to my website, take a look at the stuff that's there. If any of it interests you, pick the phone up and call me. Be happy to talk to you. Uh, I have a Calendly event, and you could pick up 15 minutes, and I'll talk to you about whatever's going on. And I could tell you very quickly if I can help you or not. Right. But there's a lot of work involved in this, Renee, because the work is to take somebody's understanding of human nature and, and uh, analyze the people they're talking to. Mm-hmm. What does this person need? Where is this person going in their career? Is what happens with me going to affect their career going forward? Right. So it's
0: definitely a deep dive. That's for sure.
1: And and, and it requires it, it requires the same mentality that it takes, I would imagine, to, uh, to to analyze threats to a company. Just the personalities of it. They're the great with cybersecurity stuff. I mean i you know i Renee knows I say if the cybersecurity professionals are looking for the least threatening person in the world, <laughs> the company, it's me but but the point is is that you know, uh where do you want to get to and And so you, the question about how long some people work with me for years, some people work with me for six months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that I've had a lot of people say to me, I'm in a, in a transition. I need a 90 day program to get myself on track where I'm going. What do you need to be asking?
0: Right. Awesome. Well, Dan, thank you so much for being here again today. Um, absolutely. So we'll see you again next Monday. Well, today's Tuesday, it's unofficially Monday. But next Monday, we'll have you back. And for anyone out there that wants to connect to Dan, you have his website, his LinkedIn, um, you got his phone number, it's on the website. So definitely give him a shout if you need, if you're alone at the top and you want someone to connect with, um, who has comes with a wealth of knowledge, who's worked with all types of executives and people at the top of their game. People, you. Dan, you always say people who uh, we're losing is not an option. So.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and if people if people need to get, when you, you said a thousand foot view of their situation, where am I? Mm-hmm. Am I where I wanna be? What's in the way? And let's find a way to avoid making it happen, Get becoming a problem.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Mondays with Dan, and we will see you again next week, Dan.
1: Good. Okay, Renee. Talk to you soon. Bye now.
0: Bye.